Good morning. It is Monday, the 7th of August, and we've done a new week of devotions, and hope you um, were able to tune in to some of the uh, worships and devotions done at the convention this past week. Um, but today we're going to look at a book of Romans, chapter 10, uh, specifically verses 8 to 13, which is a, a, portion, a portion of the New Testament lesson for this coming week. So I'm going to read, read from the ESV, the English Standard Version, which is the one that we use at Trinity Lutheran, and then most of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod uses, uses that also. So if you have your Bibles, open up to it and follow along. Um, beginning at verse 8, chapter 10 of Romans. But what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith that we proclaim. Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. For the scripture says everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame, for there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord is Lord of all, bestowing his riches on all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Thus our text, again, Romans 10, 8 to verse 13. So faith, we hear that word so often in our world today, but on, but on what does the world base its faith? We have to have faith that we'll find hope. For many, faith is merely a desperate um, hand reaching out in the dark, hoping to find its way. It's our last option. When all else fails. But God presents faith as something very different. It's true that faith is based on things we cannot see with our physical eyes. As the Bible says, faith is being sure of what you hope for and certain of what you do not see. But our faith is not a desperate hand reaching out in the dark. Ours is not a foolish, unsure hope without basis. No, our faith as a solid foundation and therefore affects every aspect of our life. I want you to read or listen to Romans 10, 8, 13 again. And I want you to think about what our faith is based upon and also how it directly affects our lives. Again, Romans 10, 8 to 13. But what does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith that we proclaim. Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. For the scripture says everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord is Lord of all, bestowing his riches on all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Now, that you've read or listened to our text again, did you catch the foundation of our faith? It's actually expressed in a bunch of different phrases here in our text for this week. That Jesus is Lord, that God the Father raised him from the dead, that God justifies and saves us. This week, I'd really like to focus on the first one, that our faith is based on the fact that Jesus is Lord. 
So what's in a name? You all know my name is Brian. It's a good name. I don't think it describes me, but what do you think? Does it fit me? You know, Brian originally meant strong or strength or noble one. Even though that might be true or, or, or maybe not, I don't think that really gets to the essence of who I am. Do you know what Jesus' name means? It means he saves or savior. You know, we talk about Jesus being our savior all the time, but do we really think about what that means? First and foremost, it means that he is our savior. And then we are in need of saving, of being rescued. You know, we don't like to think about that. Our pride doesn't want to hear about sin. Our society tells us to, to go, us to go to churches that tell us that I'm okay, you're okay. That sin and hell aren't real. But if that's true, what do we believe in? If we believe that Jesus is our Savior and yet we don't believe that we need it to be saved, our faith is based on nothing. But sin is real. And when we truly honest, when we're truly honest with ourselves, we know we know it, right? We look around and we see the evil, hate, and selfishness of the world. When we look honestly within ourselves, we see anger and pride and selfishness. And the Bible tells us clearly what that selfishness and that pride deserves. The wages of sin is death, eternal death in hell. But we believe that Jesus is a savior. He himself told us that he did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom to rescue the world. With his perfect life and innocent death on the cross, Jesus paid the ransom and set us free from death, the devil, and the guilt of sin. And so because Jesus, our Savior, God justifies us as we see in, in verse 10. He's the judge that declares us innocent because Jesus has already suffered the death penalty on our behalf. Okay? Verse 10, let me read it to you. For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. May God bless your day. Let's pray. I, I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger and, and life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul, and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may not have power over me. Amen. That goes as long as Luther's uh, morning prayer. So, it is Luther's morning prayer. So, he, Jesus, is the judge that declares you and me innocent because he already has suffered the death penalty on our behalf. What does that mean? Go in peace, serve the Lord. Have a conversation with someone today about that. We will see you all tomorrow. God bless.